Go ahead, Melissa. Oh, okay. Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Melissa C., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in New York. Today's date is Friday, November 13th, 7 a.m. meeting. Today, we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 17, the second paragraph, We are average Americans, and we'll be reading one paragraph only. Today's readers are, for the 12 steps, Nina R., the 12 traditions, Nan K., readers of the text, Margaret D., Anita J., Susan H., our newcomer greeter, Jason K., and the host for the second hour is Nancy P., The reference numbers for Thursday, November 12th, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 15,772. That's 15772. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 15,774. That's 15774. Okay, the OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Nina R. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Nina. Nina R., press star 1. Here I am. Sorry about that. Nina R., recovering interesting bulimic from New York. Thank you for your service, Melissa. Step one, we admitted we were perilous over food that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Mm-hmm. Six, we 
were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. 7. Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing, willing to make amends to them all. 9. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nina R. I will now ask Nan Kay to read the 12 traditions. Hi, my name is Nan, a recovered compulsive overeater from Michigan. The 12 traditions. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, our OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your service, Nan Kay. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. And if you go over, you'll hear the timer and a reminder. So singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. 
Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except for the speakers should be muted. So today, we resume our study of the big book. We're on page 17, the second paragraph. We are average Americans. We'll be reading one paragraph only. And I will now ask Margaret D. to begin reading for us. Good morning, Margaret. Good morning. This is Margaret D. May I be heard? Yes, I hear you. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, and I'm so grateful to be a recovered compulsive eater. We are average Americans. All sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented, as well as many political, economic, social, and religious backgrounds. We are people who normally would not mix, but there exists among us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. We are like the passengers of a great liner the moment after rescue from shipwreck, when camaraderie, joyousness, and de democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table. Unlike the feelings of the ship's passengers, however, our joy in escape from disaster does not subside as we go our individual ways. The feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us. But that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. Um, there is so much in this paragraph that has changed um, since this edition came out. And if we go back and look at the first sentence, we are average Americans. No, we are average citizens of the world. And right now, every morning when you listen to or join in a vision for you, you hear um, heartfelt sharings from people in Ireland, um, just all over the world, um, Switzerland, Africa, China, um, so many different places. You know, it's, and even if, um, well, let me go back. South America, uh, Mexico. The, you know, it's there is no limit to how this program has spread, and and it's definitely it's a worldwide instead of um, just the American. You know, for the American sector. Gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm sorry. Um, so then I want to go on to the next sentence that talks about there's an, um, well, it says we are people who normally would not mix. Sometimes the reason we don't mix is just because of the geographical distance or whatever. But with the coming of all the, you know, modern electronic technology, that's been erased. And we can have Zoom meetings 
where, you know, it's not the same as a face-to-face meeting, but the fellowship, you can join in the fellowship that way. Um, The power of the fellowship is in that indescribable camaraderie that Bill goes on to talk about later on in that paragraph. And the program is more than just about feeling good. Once we work or begin to work the steps, then the fellowship becomes a part of the foundation of our recovery. And that foundation is what helps us reach out to the next still suffering compulsive eater, no matter where they are, um, to help them. And I think with that, I'm going to pass because there's just, I mean, it is amazing to me to stop and think about how we are all so connected and how we can help each other especially with the, you know, with our higher power working through us to recover from this horrible disease. And so with that, I pass. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Margaret D. I know you said you... Melissa, star one, we can't hear you. Well, thank you. I was talking away. <laughs> thank you, Margaret D., for getting us started. And I just wanted to say you, you said you were nervous, but you sounded beautiful, so thank you. Um, before I open up the lines for sharing, I want to remind us all that although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day. So if you've shared on Wednesday or Thursday, we ask you to just step back, um, refrain so that others might share their experience too. And with that, who would like to share? Naomi B. Naomi. Jen A. Jen A. Johan N. Karen K. On M. On M. Sharon K. Johan. Okay. Karen K. Oh, Karen K. Okay. Janine J. What was that? Janine J. Janine. Sandy C. Okay, Sandy C. Let's stop right there. Um, I'm going to tell you who I have. I've got Naomi B., Jen A., Ann on M., Johan. Johan, I did not catch your last initial, so you'll just give it when you speak. Sharon K., Karen K., Janine J., Sandy C. So let's um, let's get started with that. And uh, good morning, Naomi. Good morning, Melissa, my friend. Good morning, family. This is Naomi B., a grateful recovered compulsive overeater outside Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know, it was resonating, it was like screaming in my head while this beautiful paragraph was being read. To flash back to our convention last last November, and it was like. The Saturday morning, I got um, separated from the friends that I traveled to, and um, I randomly sat down with a stranger, and we started to talk. And who would know? I'm from Upper Darby. It was outside Philadelphia. And I'm sitting next to a lady from Ireland, 
and we had, I mean, wh- where would I normally, because I'm not a traveler, how would I meet someone from Ireland? Or, you know, it was so beautifully said earlier, like, we are worldwide. And I can remember sitting here one morning hearing someone from China. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing that such an insidious killing disease can bring such love and joy into our lives. It is amazing. Like it's so beautifully said, you could be in Yale or you can be in jail. This program is for, it's for everyone. And it's, it so works. It's just all the, all the answers I need in my life is in this book. Absolutely. And I was just sharing that with someone last night who was having a situation with resentment. It's all in here. Working the steps, following this book, following the teachings of this book. Of course, the higher power, that's number one. That is that is a given. But the camaraderie, oh my gosh. And I've never been in any, and I've worked with different organizations. I, I've never belonged to a group where I could literally pick up a phone and call a perfect stranger and we're instant friends because of this horrible disease that binds us together. And I am like over the moon with gratitude because I'm alive. I'm alive and crap still happens and the food never enters into it. It's God. It's always, always God. Thank you so much for being there, and thank you so much for your support. And I pass. Oh, thank you so much, Naomi B. Okay, next up is Jen A., and then on M. Good morning, Jen. Hey, Sister C. How are you this morning? Thanks for taking the meeting. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Oh, good morning, brothers and sisters in the Fellowship of Overeaters Anonymous. My name is Jen A. I am a recovered uh, compulsive overeater from Littleton, Colorado. And, um, you know, I pulled a picture off my bulletin board this morning um, because it really describes and reminds me when I read this paragraph on the beach with this uh, group of fellows, um, the Fellowship in Overeaters Anonymous at uh, OA birthday, and people who wouldn't normally mix from coast to coast and continent to continent, Australia, New York, Illinois, Colorado, Arizona, people I had never even met before, yet something bound us all together, right, this common peril. Um, and I knew that uh, we all had a common solution, and that's what's interesting that we're studying this paragraph, right, and this, and this chapter. Um, you know, I'll never forget that, um, you know, membership is a desire to stop eating. Um, I sat in a chair of Overeaters Anonymous, and I was a member. I sat there, and I had that desire, that wish. I wish I may. I wish I might not have one more stinking bite. Um, but when I truly embarked on this journey, and I love how they talk about the ship, and that's kind of my visual representation. You know, my ship, my ship was sinking. I was done. I was doomed and I was going to die at the bottom of the ocean. Let's just say that, right? And first I had to jump into the lifeboat. And what did I have to leave behind on that sinking ship? I had to leave behind me those foods, those food behaviors. Um, And that person that was in that ship with me, that was the other person, the person who took my hand. That was my sponsor. They placed that life vest on me and they secured the straps. And they told me that they were going to guide me. And I thought, where are you guiding me? I don't see anything. I couldn't see what I couldn't see. And they handed me what? An oar. It's called the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. It's that big blue book that people read out of, right? 
And my sponsor said, you're going to have to work and you're going to have to take action because we can't sit here in the middle of the ocean. We're going to burn up and die. And I said, okay. So he said, I want you to paddle to the shore of freedom. I'll guide you and direct you. God will be our guide by day and by night. You know what? That came true for a girl like me. Thank you, God, that I took the directions and the suggestions of that person who guided me. They guided me with love and kindness and tolerance. But you know what? They didn't commiserate with me when I, when I went down the, down the tube. And um, they didn't buy into my bullshit. None of that. That person loved me but didn't love me to death. I thank God for this fellowship of O-Readers Anonymous. I thank God that two years later I was able to go to, to Stepping Stones and, 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 meet, and meet fellows from Ireland who are going to share on this line today. Thank you, God, that we are all over this world kind of reminds me of that song, you know, We Are the World. <laughs> Y'all can sing it in your head because you surely don't want me humming that tune this morning. So if you're sitting in a seat and you're a member of Overeaters Anonymous, you can keep on wishing or you can join us. Join us. Get free, right? Um, I'm, so, I'm so grateful for this program. It saved my life, and I'm going to keep going out there, searching for others, and keep paddling my boat and helping them. Thanks, Melissa. With that, I pass. Uh, thank you, Jen A. Thank you. Now, I'm like, I'm close to singing the song, but I'm not Larry, so I will not sing. <laughs> I'll leave that for him. Um, okay, um, next up I have An M, and then An will be followed by Johan. Good morning, An. Hi, Melissa. This is An M, M here from Ireland. Um, gratefully recovered from most of our uh, Thank you so much for taking the meeting, and thanks everybody for being on the line. Um, this is a powerful paragraph, and yeah, it's the part, you know, the average Americans, you know, we're all different, all different backgrounds, all different ages. It doesn't matter what, you know, what nationality, what religion, um, and it just shows we are a diverse group, and it's for everybody. It's so humbling, you know, not, nobody, nobody understands us like we understand ourselves and each other. Um, and we're people who normally would not mix. That's definitely true. You know, that's what binds us together. And it's the problem that brings us together, you know, this disease, but it's the solution that keeps us together and keeps us coming back. Um, and I need this, you know, I need this program. Um, and I need all of you on the line as well. Um, and it's a, and the next part where it says, you know, it's such a nice promise. It's a fellowship of friendliness and an understanding. You know, it's the part that reminds me in the big book, the part of the acceptance chapter, you know, that says, what's the worst thing? You thought the worst thing would be to be an alcoholic. And I thought that the worst thing to be would be a compulsive overeater, but it's actually turned out to be the best thing. And it's just such a promise for me there as well. You know, like all these, people who understand me and just the promises. It feels like there's just, you know, a link in a chain of promises, you know, passengers of a great liner, common pearl, camaraderie, powerful cement which binds us together. It's just that feeling of being home, being, you know, part of something, being understood. And it's like the heading, you know, I think that's the biggest promise. There is a solution. You know, somebody told me there was a solution and way back, which I was never meant to, to hear until now. But, you know, to get this, to understand it, to be able to work it and to have a spiritual awakening and to have the food down and to not want the food and be willing to go to any length. It's just, it's amazing. It really is. And I am so grateful, grateful for you all on the line. With that, I pass. Thanks again, Melissa. 
thank you so much on um next up is Johan and Johan will be followed by Sharon Kay. Good morning, Johan. If you could give your initial I I missed it for your last name. Hi, good morning. Uh my name is Johan N, like in Nancy, and I'm calling in from Falun in Sweden. Uh, thank you so much for service this morning or today. It's midday here in Sweden. <laughs> and uh, thanks for all the beautiful shares. And this paragraph is also an incredible paragraph. So powerful, so beautiful. Um, and uh, I am not an average American. <laughs> I'm I'm in Sweden, but I feel so connected on these meetings, uh, on a vision. And uh, I mean, with the technology today, uh, we can unite from from all countries to to be here, uh, from all parts of the world to be here. And uh, it's amazing that we have, I mean, we we are we have this uh, we have this common solution, and that there is a solution. And uh, when I got the vision sponsor, my sponsor told me that you're not now just a member of OA in Sweden, you're a, you're a, you're a member of OA worldwide. And uh, it's such an incredible thing. I, I get to sponsor guys in South Africa, in the US, uh, Ireland, UK, I mean, all over the globe. And uh, uh, the amazing thing uh, is that we we have a we have a common solution, and the solution is in big book in the twelve steps, um, and uh, in the fellowship of of OA, and uh, I worked through the steps really fast. I got a spiritual experience, and uh, the obsession was lifted from me, and uh, I have seventeen. 17 months uh, abstinent now, which I'm eternally grateful for. But it's all thanks to this program, for the solution that is in the big book, uh, and for this fantastic fellowship, and especially the fantastic fellowship here in Abyssin for you. And with that, I pause. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Johan. Um, okay, next up is Sharon Kay, and Sharon will be followed by Karen Kay. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning. This is Karen Kay from Syracuse, New York. I'm a recovered Did compulsive I... eater. My credit stone transfer. Hold on one second, Karen. Did I mess up? I thought there was a Sharon first and then a Karen. I've been called worse, uh, Melissa. Don't worry. What was that? <laughs> I said I've been called worse. Sharon's fine. Oh, oh, so I did. So if there was only one, I got you. I thought I heard. I thought I heard both, but. That's all good. All right, so Karen, go right ahead. Thank you, dear, and thank you for your service. Um, I'm just putting myself back in time when uh, they were putting this book together, and they could, I mean, I don't, you know, it was very hard to travel during that time, and how they could see this movement mushroom just in the U.S., at that time, they were in awe. They couldn't believe that there was a, mes- a message of a way to recover from this disease. Um, it just blows my mind because it was word of mouth. Uh, letters were written. Uh, big books were getting mailed out. 
it's amazing. And it's like transferred into present day time, you know, with, you know, uh, FaceTime or I use Duo, um, being able to contact people through Zoom one-to-one. Um, that's the way I work with people is we Zoom in one-to-one and we, and we work the steps together. And it's such a wonderful thing. Um, I've been blessed to work with uh, a lot of people abroad. And one day I was on a, a call from Ireland and she'd never seen a black-eyed Susie before. I was in a garden, so I flipped the phone over so she could see it. And she sent me back pictures of castles. Somehow I don't think that balances, but, you know, I, I would love to live in a castle. It was absolutely beautiful. And to build more on than just the steps, to actually get to know a person after they um, have completed the steps and they're working with others and, and we still keep in touch once, once a week. You know, when it, when it works, sometimes it, it doesn't work. But it's a wonderful thing to uh, learn about other people's cultures um, and beyond the steps, you know, we, we, we get, I get to know people one-to-one, um, -one, even from like the south, the west, the north, the east, you know, and each, each person has something so unique to bring to the table. But when we get on this meeting or any OA meeting or any, you know, we, it's the great equalizer. We are all the same. And I don't know if these people would be in my life if, if I didn't have this problem. Um, but now I'm recovered, and with that, I'm grateful, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let someone else have a share. Take care, and God bless, and I love you all, and, and I, need, I need every, each and one of you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Well, thank you so okay. much, Sharon. Oh, Karen Kay. I almost called you Sharon again. Thank you, Karen Kay. So I'm assuming there was not a Sharon, and, um, and we'll go next to Janine J. Good morning, Janine. It's Janine J, gratefully recovered compulsive overeater. I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, this paragraph is great. It just reminds me that we are a we program. And uh, I've come out of isolation from chemotherapy, from lymphoma. And uh, I'm just grateful to be on this line and know about vision. And I thank everybody for their service. Um, and this, you know, this chapter, knowing that there is a solution. And for me, it's finding a vision sponsor. It's using the steps, uh, showing up in spite of my fears, facing my fears with the help of God, God of my understanding. And, uh, you know, God works. I received an outreach call from somebody in Blacksburg, Virginia, and we got to talking, and I said, well, my son is in Floyd County, and she said, well, I'm in Floyd County, <laughs> and so we got to talking, and, you know, it's like, well, if you come down this way, once it's safe, we can have a cup of tea together. I mean, God works. That was just like a God wink. Uh, it was just beautiful, and so I'm just so overjoyed with the way God works in our lives. And I'm so grateful for this meeting. Um, I'm not an early morning person in general, but God keeps waking me up at 6.30 so I can get on this line at 7. I make my cup of tea, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just so, so grateful. And I thank you all for being on the line. And with that, I pass. Oh, thank you, Janine Jay. 
Okay, next up is Sandy C., and then I'll open the lines back up again. Good morning. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, good morning. Can I be heard? Yep, gotcha. Go okay, good. Um, uh, Sandy C., uh, recovering in Fall River, Massachusetts, and um, recovering overeater, very grateful and um, very nervous. If you saw me hosting a webinar for 500 people, you go, nah, not the same person. But for some reason, this really um, pushes the nervousness, which is also excitement. So the word I got stuck on was average. And I'll tell you my first thought, which was very much my selfish, self-centered thought. And then I'll tell you some other thoughts that I think were a lot more inspired and God, God-driven. So my first thought, average, was, ew, gross. And, um, you know, that's a very... To me, that's a very 12-year-old, 13-year-old kind of thought. And um, I reflected on why average is not okay with me. And, you know, I was just raised in just terminal snobbery, uh, geographical snobbery, intellectual snobbery, um, money snobbery, just, you know, whatever it was, I just nurtured and developed this raging ego that was all about being better than anybody else. And so... It makes sense that, you know, my kind of um, inner egotistical self is like, ew, gross, average. And here's the next beautiful thought, thanks to um, 12-step rooms and Overeaters Anonymous and especially this meeting. And my next thought was, oh, honey, you could just, you've always wanted to just feel like a bozo on the bus. You want to feel like you belong. And here's your opportunity to do so. And I was like, Oh, right. All those, you know, all those in, those um, thoughts of more than or less than, right? All the selfish, self-centered thoughts are the ones that keep me isolated. And, you know, when somebody shares on the line that they did so-and-so and I go, oh, my God, I did that. The joy, you know, my heart opens a little bit more. And, um, and that's what I'm seeking uh, out of this program. And I just also wanted to add that I've been listening to these meetings since last November and um, I got and I I found finally found the courage to ask, ask someone to sponsor me a couple of weeks ago and now I'm on step eight and that, that's just a miracle after um, eight years in program that I am working my step eight is a miracle and I'm so grateful and so blessed and if you're new here Please don't, um, uh, please let me be a cautionary tale. Please don't um, wait eight years and don't wait 12 months in a vision for you to reach out and start talking to people and start um, letting someone show you how to do the steps in a way that is really practical and manageable and uh, totally. Yeah, you can. I I got okay. muted, but I'm I'm cool. Okay. I pass. Thank okay. you. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing, Sandy C. Okay. So to um, tell us where we're at, we are on page 17, the second paragraph. We're average Americans. We read one paragraph only, and can now take some more names. So if you haven't shared, average. Charles. Maria. Lisa J.R. Penny Cigarette. Okay. Diane Penny C. Hold on. Maria. Maria. Sarah R. Grace Angie. 
Diane B. Maria F. Suzanne G. Maria F. Jan B. Suzanne G. Right, let me tell you who Cindy I need B. here. Hold on one minute, please. I got Charles H., Maria, I think it's Maria S. or Maria F., Sarah, I did not get your last name. I don't know if it was Jan B. I know I got Diane B. Sarah R. for Cindy Roger. B. Got you, Sarah R. Yep, I have you. Cindy B. in Massachusetts. Cindy Great. B. Great. Right, Suzanne there. G. Suzanne G. I don't know that I'm going to get to everybody, but I put you there, Suzanne G. Okay, so let me tell you who I have. Um, hopefully I didn't mess it up too bad. I got Charles H., Maria S., Sarah R., I think it was Jan B., but that could be Suzanne G. Is there a Jan B.? Okay, so I'm going to make that Suzanne G. because I couldn't hear that very well. Suzanne G. Then I got Diane B. and Cindy B. So I don't know that we'll get to, uh, maybe we will. All right, Charles H., you ready? Go right ahead. Good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, this reminds us, this reminds me of that, that workshop we did early in the year together on unity. Um, you know, and, and, and it's amazing how, the, I love that word, uh, democracy. Um, right, and, and I love the word captain's table, you know, the escape from disaster. Um, it, it, if I'm trying to be so important in a 12-step program that I'm talking all the time and I want to put my footprints, you know, I'm, I'm so ecstatic to get on here and get my head a crack, my three minutes a crack, right, um, you know, that's the wrong motive, you know. I can't – I resent when people come on here talking about they scared to share. This is a meeting. It's not – we should be scared of a higher power. We should have a healthy fear of that. Bring your soup. Bring your ingredients to the soup. We need your ingredients. We need everybody's ingredients. And I love how this meeting talks about – this paragraph talks about understanding. Bring your, bring your ingredients to the soup because the soup is not fulfilled until we get everybody's uh, – Little little flavor in it. It's so great that we, you know, have the passion and the and the you know the passion to share our experience with other people, right? You know, it talks about average Americans. I ain't average. I ain't. We're all extraordinary. We're, I love. I like what somebody said. We're all equal in here. You know, it don't matter what color you are, how much money you make. You know, we can't bring none of that with us, but we're in today, um, and, and anybody can have a seat at the table. You don't got to be a captain. You ain't got to be a general. You can still be binging. You could be drinking. You could be doing this or that. You have a seat here at this table. All these people that talk about fair, it's only a meeting. It's a great meeting, but it's only a meeting. You're great, and this meeting can be enhanced if you press star one every three days, and share your experience, strength, and hope. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much, Charles H. Okay, next up is Maria. I think it's Maria S. or Maria S. Um, and then Sarah R. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Melissa. My name is Maria S. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from County Dublin in Ireland. 
And uh, yeah, I was dying to share in this paragraph this morning, so I did call out my name a few times, Melissa. Sorry about that, but it just had me on fire here. It just and it brought me back to the convention, you know. And um, I'm an average Irish woman, um, and uh, yeah, it talks to me here. You know, it says the worldwide fellowship because it's a worldwide problem. You know, it doesn't. It defies class. You know, race, gender, age. It doesn't matter. Um, this disease doesn't care about that. But it tells us here that we have a way out and um, we have a solution that keeps us together because it's this program of action that binds us together. And I hear a lot here, you know, it's, it's the principle of unity. Um, and I'm 6,000 miles away, but I feel half of me is in America. You know, I really do. And I know so many of you on the line and speak to so many of you. And um, yeah, for that, I'm so grateful. And who would have thought it, you know, that I would have ended up at, at a convention just exactly this time last year and met so many people in fellowship who shared the same problem. We have the same problem um, and they talked about the solution and we shared the solution together. Um, and yeah, just um, at that convention, you know, being blown away by the pe people from all over the world that were there and going to, and like, like a speaker said, you know, getting the, the opportunity to go to Stepping Stones. And that was an absolute gift. And, um, and please God, you know, next year it will happen again. And I'd say to anyone on the line, if you get an opportunity, go, because it blew me away. You know, I had never been to one before, so I didn't know what, um, what lay ahead. But yeah, it was just the, the unity, the, um, the people, the camaraderie. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'm five hours ahead here in, in Ireland, so I get to speak to some of you. If you're up early in the morning, I'm up and, and getting to speak to somebody this morning who was up um, at five o'clock and it was my 10 o'clock. So it just, yeah, it's amazing. And getting to know you and, um, yeah, sharing experience, strength and hope with you because you teach me, you all teach me so much. I learn so much from all of you. Um, and for that, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for my, because I believe, you know, it wasn't coincidence that I ended up at that convention. It wasn't a coincidence that I ended up in Boston in 2016. You know, it was the hand of God that brought me there and led me there. Um, yeah, so just living in this solution today and seeing today, you know, how can I bring the solution to others? How can I carry the solution to other people in sponsorship and, and helping others? And just asking my heart this morning, power power this morning, you know, guide me and direct me because I don't know what to do. You know, I need the guidance and the directions from God to show me what to do to remain in this solution, to remain in this death because it's this program of action that keeps us together. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Thanks so much, Maria. Okay, next up is Sarah R., and then Sarah will be followed by Suzanne G. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Can you all hear me? Yep. Gotcha. Can hear you. All right. Good morning, everybody. Compulsive overeater, undereater um, from New York. Wow, this, this is such a powerful paragraph. You know, there's, there's two sentences that really stood out for me. Firstly, average Americans, and the second one about how this is shared and something that we wouldn't necessarily share if we wouldn't have this common thing that, that put us all together. It's so funny because me in my wonderful addictive brain, I, I find I've always found myself on either end of the totem pole. On one end, it's like, oh, them? 
I'm not like them. Like I am not like them. And the other, and also I always say I'm terminally unique. There's no one off as bad as me. And you know, that that's constantly the state that I'm living in. It's, it's in either extreme and you know, the, this, this is exactly their program. I'm exactly like everybody else and an average average. There's nothing that special about me in a bat in a negative way, meaning, and it's okay. And whatever I do, that's the whole point of the program. That's the whole point of the higher power. And that's where everything comes in. And, you know, so many times <clears throat> if I'm having a day, I'll get on the phone and, you know, this, this shared commonality. And so many times people are like, yeah, I, I get that. I identify that. And my addictive brain is like, how does, how does that make sense? But, you know, that, that's, that's the beauty of the program and the beauty of the higher power. And with that, I pass. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah R. Okay, next up is Suzanne G. And then Suzanne will be followed by Diane B. Good morning, Suzanne. Good morning. This is Suzanne G. I'm in Virginia. I'm so grateful for this program, the technology that makes all of this possible for everybody who does service. Um, I was just just struck this morning by um, a couple of parts. One is that um, we are we were people who wouldn't mix. Well, how would we find one another? You know, how would we find one another? Uh, in my everyday life, I keep running into normal eaters. Where am I going to find somebody who can understand what it is I'm suffering with? And um, I'm grateful that when we come into the room, that's really all we have in common. You know, we don't come in there talking about our professions. Uh, we don't come in there um, talking about our income or lack thereof. You know, we are we are all equal because we are the same. We are compulsive uh, overeaters, and um, uh, the same, the um, uh, well, listening to the eight o'clock meeting, seven o'clock meeting, and then at um, yesterday I had to drive uh, an hour and a half, and so I got to listen to the uh, ten o'clock meeting as well. I got to listen in on a Zoom meeting. So I had three meetings yesterday just because the technology is um, available to us. So I'm grateful too that they saw ahead of time uh, that it would be unwise for us to come in and start, start talking about other issues. Our, our little meetings would just disintegrate if people came in and tried to convert one another to their religion or their politics. I'm just so grateful that my OA meetings are a safe place where I can come and speak and hear um, about, from other uh, compulsive overeaters and uh, to share the solution to the problem and the miracles of the problem. And it's just a fabulous. So grateful, grateful for all of you. So thanks, I pass. Thank you, Suzanne J. Okay, next up is Diane B, and Diane will be followed by Cindy B. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. This is Diane B, gratefully recovered in New Rochelle, New York. Melissa, thank you for your service. Team Friday, everybody who does service, thank you very much. Um, so today when we were reading, the first thing that occurred to me is that this is the second paragraph in a row 
that starts with the word we. And then I started reading, counting in this paragraph. The words we or us occur nine times in this paragraph, if I, if I added up correctly, if I found them all. And I have to remember that, um, that I am not alone with this deadly disease. But actually I am alone when I'm living in the disease, when I'm in relapse or before I came to program. I was alone. I was always trying to fix this, whatever it was. I always thought it was just the diet or my weight. But I was always trying to fix it by myself. And today I know that that's the way that the disease likes it because if I'm alone I can't do much about it. But when I have the we, the power of the we, the we of my fellows, the we of my higher power, that together we can um, live in recovery and we can find recovery. And the way for my we to emerge was that I had to go through a, a huge ego reduction. And the way I did that was by working the steps. So I keep getting reminded that with the, guide, with the guidance of my higher power and my fellows, I can come to that point where I have that spiritual experience. And that strengthens all of our recoveries. Um, the ego reduction that occurs is really, really important because otherwise I couldn't get to that point of the spiritual awakening. And I can't stay or be, I can't be or stay recovered without that spiritual awakening. It's not one and done. I can't just work the steps once and be finished because I've tried that. Believe me, I've tried that many times. I've been in the room since 1986. Um, so today I know that in in connection with my higher power, in connection with my fellows, and staying connected, that strengthens my spiritual connection. And when I practice these principles in all my affairs, that also helps me to stay, stay recovered. Um, so that's what really struck me today. And with that, I pass. Thank you for the opportunity for uh, sharing. Thank you so much, Diane B. Okay, next up is Cindy B. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, good morning. Thank you so much for your service. This is Cindy B. in the, uh, the Boston area, very gratefully recovering, and all readers anonymous, I'm bulimic and um, overeater. Um, you know, one of the things that I realized uh, as, as I'm reading this this morning is that, you know, when I came into this program, I had to find a power greater than myself, and being a part of this group is being a part of something greater than myself. That's what I feel like when I tune in. It's like um, on my own, even even soberly on my own, um, there's a feeling that I'm on my own. And in my disease on my own, um, I'm just isolating, you know, eating and watching TV and um, and without any kind of purpose. But this group... This meeting gives me a daily purpose, a daily place where I can come, listen, share, hear people again and again, know people, learn their names, um, call them, um, and it, it's something that is greater than myself and so much greater than my disease and my obsessive thinking that is, it is really like being rescued um, from a sinking ship. Um, but I really love this line where it said, you know, unlike the feelings of the ship's passengers, our joy in escape from disaster does not subside when we go our individual ways. And 
I have to say that in these meetings, I hear such joy in people's shares because we have a solution. We've escaped, and um, and we are we're we're creating a way of life that is, you know, is something that we couldn't have dreamed of being able to do on our own. So thank you. I will pass at that. Oh, thank you so much, Cindy B. Okay, um, we have time for one more share. Penny C? Penny C, gotcha. Go right ahead, Penny. Oh, thank you, Melissa. I said my name earlier, and this time you heard me. That's God. Um, I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area, and, uh, oh, my gosh, all the shares this morning. Thank you, thank you, everybody. The the analogy about being like the passengers uh, who have been rescued from a, um, a tragedy at sea, I've read that in the days when this book was written, that the the tragedy of the sinking of the Titanic was still very much on the minds of all Americans, and so. That's one of the re- that is the reason why this uh, analogy. But it's so good. It's so good to think that um, we 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 had that we have that camaraderie um, because we had the same problem. We were on a sinking ship, and then to tell us that, but this wouldn't last. Those people that were rescued, taken to New York, and then they they were scattered, and many of them most likely never never saw each other again. But the next chapter the next paragraph we're gonna read is gonna tell us what keeps us together. But but as far as being average Americans, uh, I like to imagine what Doctor Bob and, and Bill W are thinking wherever they are. That here here's a program that a fellowship that considered Akron, Ohio, the West the western city and and today at um in this afternoon as every day i get to go 10,000 miles away to to melbourne australia to a meeting much like this where we study the big book and i've made fast friends there um i know what they look like i i've gotten to know much of their background and and um and I'm learning from them as well as I'm sharing my experience, strength, and hope. This is just an amazing, amazing um, program and that's grown with the help of God, I'm sure. And uh, I just want to say one more thing. In Melbourne, Australia, in the chat, and they call attention to helpful links. And one of the helpful links that far away is the website for A Vision for You. That warmed my heart when I saw that when I first went to that meeting. So we are blessed. That's, that's, that's my mantra. We are so blessed to have this program and to make it as it is now worldwide. And I'll, I'll pass. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Penny, for taking us out. Okay, thank you to everyone who shared. Beautiful meeting. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, Friday, November 13th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, 
was 15,780. That's 15780. We'll now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Anita J., please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Anita. Good morning to you, Melissa, and to everybody. Anita J. gratefully recovered in Massachusetts. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Um, Wait a minute. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit. And you will surely meet some of us as we trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.